apprehension of a new migrant is where should I settle in? What city should I go to? Where can I easily uh, start a new life? How can I go about these things? I've never even been here. You go on and on and on on the internet. You see all sorts of um, information, but yes, you still end up confused. Anyway, I'll try my best to give you some key things you need to consider before you choose the your find your destination, your city or province or final destination. Seven provinces that are that are present in Canada. Number one, we have Ontario with a population of 13 over 13 million people according to 2016 census. We have Quebec with a total population of over 8 million. We have British Columbia with a population of about 4.6 million people. We have Alberta with a population of about 4 million people. Saskatchewan with just about a million. Uh, Manitoba has about 1.3 million and Nova Scotia is less than a million people according to 2016 census it's probably way over than that right now but at least you have an idea of which province has more population than the other according to survey and statistics as well Quebec is the largest city while there's no yes or no answer to this I'll try my best to categorize the cities and their benefits, the norms, and all of that. So you choose your city according to your expectation, according to your need, because everybody's need is tailored different. According to the people that I've spoken with recently, the things that matter most to them when they want to settle is education. They want to know if the educational system of that city, of that province, is good enough. So because of that, I'm going to list the top three provinces that rank the highest in terms of education. Number one, British Columbia. British Columbia actually ranked third in the world and number one in Canada. Ontario. Ontario ranked second right after British Columbia and Alberta comes third so if you are looking for quality education you probably want to consider British Columbia or not standard of living British Columbia also known as BC tops the list it comes at an overall performance of A and it's the second in the world. So the second in the world that ranks, uh, I think the first um, is Australia, but the second in the world is British Columbia. So if you're looking at the standard of living and you probably want to consider British Columbia, right, right after British Columbia, you have Ontario with the overall performance of C. After Ontario, you have a tie between Alberta, Saskatchewan, Newfoundland and Labrador, um, grades of D minus. So if you know what you want, standard of living, 
and then you want to choose British Columbia right after Ontario and then Alberta, Saskatchewan, Newfoundland and Labrador at D minus. Healthcare. British Columbia also comes first. I don't know, is it because I live in British Columbia? Am I biased? No, actually I'm not biased. I'm talking based on statistics. British Columbia comes first in terms of healthcare. Even though most um, people that live in British Columbia, you have to pay premium for your healthcare. Usually, if you have like a full-time employment, usually the employer covers the cost and you pay per household and not per individual. So at the end of the day, it's probably nothing. But in terms of it tops the pack. Followed, as you know, by Ontario again, and then Quebec. Care is free in Ontario and also in Quebec. But in British Columbia, you pay a premium, which is usually covered by your employer, except you don't have like a full-time employment contract or you are a contract staff, then you find a way of opportunities. I discovered that Prince Edward Island Taps. It, it is actually the smallest province in Canada and has the lowest um, population. So because there are smaller, there are fewer people in the province, there is less competition. The probability of you being gainfully employed if you live in Prince Edward Island is super high. So in terms of job opportunities, Prince Edward Island tops the charts. Followed by BC, British Columbia's economy has really, really improved over the past five years. It's so, it's so interesting to find out that they don't even have any natural resources per se, unlike Alberta. So they've been able to build a solid um, economy around tourism, around real estate. That is why you find that. Um, at um, housing and by getting a property in British Columbia is super expensive. So the third province in terms of job opportunities is Quebec. Transportation. The province with the greatest system of transportation in Canada is Ontario, followed by Nova Scotia and Quebec. For your information, British Columbia comes last. So usually if you want to move into British Columbia, you should be looking at investing in your own vehicle because it's really tedious getting around using public transportation. I remember the one of the, I think the first house I lived when I got here, the nearest bus stop was like 30 minutes by walk. I usually walk 30 minutes to get to the nearest bus stop. It was insane. I mean, during summer it was fun, but when it's winter time to be in that kind of situation. So when you move to British Columbia, one of the first things you want to figure out after getting a place to live is getting your own car because the transport system is not as regular and not as many. And there are certain places even right here in British Columbia that 
do not have stations. There are certain places that do not have train sta stations. There are certain places that the bus do not go to. And even when the bus is going there, you wait like 30 minutes for the next available buses. Once there is a glitch in transportation, becomes like a city like I like Lagos because everybody start rushing to get the near the coldest cities it's very hard for me to categorize this by province because in the same province you find some cities are warm and some are very cold so generally actually to the average british columbia is known to be like the warmest province however there are some cities in british columbia that are also very cold so it's safe to say maybe the lower vancouver area that is like um, relatively warm we usually have like um, one or two winter days yes in the three months of winter period it snows only once or twice in fact in vancouver is a treat seeing snows in vancouver is actually a treat like people see snows in vancouver and they get excited it's like they've never seen it before it's like snowing in zimbabwe or nigeria like it's that it's that um rare it rains a lot in Vancouver, BC, but it's not really snowy. And averagely during winter, I mean, zero degrees to the maximum minus four degrees. Unlike cities like Manitoba that goes as high as minus 40 or Calgary that goes as high as minus 46. I honestly believe those cities were not created for human beings because the last time I went to Calgary was during spring period and I was I, I froze to I froze to my teeth like the cold it was so cold I, I started crying like I could just see tears coming down my eyes like it was that cold Calgary is so cold Manitoba is so cold I don't think I can live there no matter how affordable it is so because um, it's kind of hard to determine which city is I mean which province is like the coldest I'm going to categorize this based on city so the cold, coldest city in in, in in Canada is Thunder Bay in Ontario and it goes about minus um, six degrees on the average like average even it's always very cold Saskatoon in Saskatchewan Saskatchewan Saskatoon in Saskatchewan is, is comes right after Thunder Bay in Ontario then Regina in Saskatchewan another city I know for sure that is very cold is um, in Manitoba available buses of affordability manitoba tops the charts so if you are looking for a place where you get like low rent low cost of living generally manitoba tops the charts followed by saskatchewan and nova scotia so i hope i've been able to 
let you know like you can take a jotter and just you know do your checks and cross look at the cities that gives you the most of what you want is the education is are you is child care or health care the first and your list is transportation the first on your list i mean do a chart of all those provinces and determine which cross the t's the most for you it's never an alt one size fit all situation the bottom line for me is actually i go i would rather settle in a province that i get job opportunities because you are not going to come into Canada. Most people don't come into Canada and start working or start their own businesses like immediately. So most people get to work a little bit, get a little bit of Canadian culture. So, I mean, do your checklist, know what fits you the most. However, as a new immigrant, one of the first things I'm going to advise is do your resume know exactly the type of job you're going to be applying to and apply across all the province the first place you get your employment should be where you should be going to I know that just got into Canada after going through all this checklist decided I'm going to settle in Calgary or was it Edmonton one of the two However, when he started applying for jobs, he was um, recommended for a company in Prince George in, in British Columbia. So he came asking me, like, should I take the job? I'm like, do you have any other offer? He said, no. So why, what are you asking me? Take the job, dog. My job usually determines where you eventually settle down. All the, for every province, there is a pro as well as a con. So there's never a perfect um, scenario or situation for instance um, you could say British Columbia is warmer and because of that you want to stay here you should take into consideration the fact that the standard of living is high which is good but the cost of living is also very high as well so and and the rates the minimum the minimum wage is not the is not the highest in canada like it's like average so if you're doing the same job you find out that your colleague in alberta is probably getting more paid than you are you should also take into consideration the taxes in in um in british columbia the tax rate is at 15 percent both the GST and the PST is, is pretty high. So um, while in Alberta, it's 5%. So you are doing the same job. You, you are in a job in British Columbia, any lower than your contemporary in like an Alberta, right? That is one disadvantage. Your contemporary in Alberta, pays lesser taxes at 5% while you pay 15%. That's another disadvantage. The third disadvantage is your co that same colleague in Alberta gets to pay lower rents while your own rents are like higher. So <laughs> good weather or ash weather and you get to keep some money in your pockets. 
and i even heard some of the provinces with like really harsh weathers get like some rebate or from governments while you're in bc you don't get anything so you choose your battle you choose your demon you know the, the ball is actually in your court you choose which demon you try you you like to face or which demon you like to you know run away from so i hope i've been able to help you decide what province you choose to live in um if that is the case let me know in the comment section below i'm gonna come back next week and we're going to talk about um getting a job in canada workplace culture because i noticed um that it's always tough for immigrants to um like settle in about that because a lot of people have been talking to me about the challenges they face even after they got a job like getting a job is not the properly thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching do not forget to subscribe i'm also available on apple Podcasts. i'm also available on spotify the name is temi omotola my podcast is focused on talking about real life issues talking about immigrants and the issues we literally face when we move here starting your life all over again is not easy so i'm here to share tips on how to you know balance it out become successfully integrated into the canadian culture thank you so much subscribe like comment share my video one or two people might learn one or two things from it thank you have a great time